Welcome to Practically Christian Podcast, a ministry of Sin Church. This is a podcast dedicated to taking all that information you got all up in your brain and giving you real practical application. Hello and welcome to Practically Christian Podcast with Josh and Debbie. And that was a very formal introduction. <laughs> What you want me to say? Thank you so much for taking the time to download or stream this podcast. The only thing we ask in return is could you please share it? Could you please share it? You know, please help us spread the... I mean, you guys are the only advertising we have. We know you listen and love us if you share it. Does that sound bad? If it does, not my intention. It does sound bad, though. Does it, though? I mean... People share pictures. If you love me, you would. Oh, stop it! Oh. You know what? No, people now, all share of a sudden, pictures. It sounds bad. That, that does sound bad. Oh, that sounded bad. Oh, how the tide tables turn. The tide tables. It's on the office. For more information, head on over to Scent Church or check us out on Scent Church Volusia on Facebook. <laughs> on you on. Sounded like you were pausing. I was. Okay. I was trying to gather my thoughts. You know. We love hearing from you guys, though. So if, even if it, you're like, all I have is a comment, head on over to Sent Church Volusia. You can pick any post and comment on it. Um, preferably one that's tagged to a podcast would be the best. Yes. But any any post. Any post. So I've been thinking a lot this week Uh-oh. about what it means to be in the world, but not of the world. Oh, how many times did we hear that as children? In the world, not of it. But I know obviously, it's true obviously statement. Obviously, you heard it more than I did. I heard it, yes, I did. But with that, I've been thinking about like what it means to be holy. Oh, man. So you like, yeah, like deep, deep thoughts. Deep. Yes, deep. So it but I mean if we're going to be a city on a hill, if we're going to be right. lights to a dark world, right. we should definitely not conform to the ways of this world. Right. And in saying all of that, most of those words I just used are straight out of the Bible. Correct. I mean, there's so many places in the Bible that tell us to be different than what we see around us. Mm-hmm. And in my previous, and in, in what I was just saying with all that, when I was like, oh, all that's in the Bible. You know, I'm quoting Jesus and Matthew 5 and Paul and Romans 12. And, and mm-hmm. I mean, those are just two examples that like quickly flew out of my head. Right. The problem comes in for the the practically Christian, however... When we do not view sin the same way God does. Ooh, yes. I see where you're going. So we look at like our sin and we go, well, it's, it's not, not that, that bad. bad. <laughs> like, wrong. no, yeah, that's wrong. Your sin, my sin, our sin. You that's sin, the sin that I put sin, Jesus on the sin. cross. Yep. I mean, we could blame the Romans. They were the ones who killed him. But what I think gets lost is... People think of really, really bad sin and go, yep, that put Jesus on the cross. Not just, okay, I lied to my employer. employer. Wow. About going to work. Right. Or I lied to my spouse or I hid something or I lied to my kids or kids lied to whatever. Something that people think is small is just as bad as what you think is big. But. I'm going to kind of go a different direction with oh, this. Oh, okay. See, I was Because, see, we're really, we're really good mm-hmm. at going, my sin has been forgiven. 
Oh. Like, we're really good at that. Let me guess. Are you saying that we're not really good at saying someone else's sin has been forgiven? No, we're not really good with, because Jesus died on the cross and forgave all my sin, past, present, and future. Right. What we're not good at is not sinning. Oh. So, I mean, this is Paul's message in Romans 6. Should we continue to sin so that grace may abound? By no means. Okay, I don't know what that was for. Because there's an exclamation point. And if we're going to read scripture, there's a reason why they put that stuff in there. But he would say, by no means. By no means. You, I can't. No, (laughs) boiler. I can't. But the problem comes in for the practically Christian that we believe that our sin isn't that bad and... You know, well, I'm not perfect. Like, that's everybody's go-to. Well, I wouldn't do that, you know, but I'm, I'm just a human. I'm not perfect. I'm going to make a mistake. I'm not perfect. You're talking about people that don't, sh- when they don't strive, when we don't strive, when we go, eh, it's not that bad. Right. And the other problem is, is some practically Christians out there believe that what they do leads to their salvation. That's scary. There are plenty of people who believe being saved is Jesus and... Right. Jesus and being good enough. Jesus and going to church enough. Jesus and having enough people over for tea and crumpets. People don't have tea and crumpets. Nope. Because we're not back in England. You sounded Irish. That didn't even sound English. Well, I'm Irish. I'm not English. So, I mean... Technically, you're English-Irish. Technically, I'm everything. Like, my ancestors were world travelers. All right. I think. Tomatoes. I don't know, because I'm not giving my DNA. You you hear that, Ancestry? You're not getting it. Ancestry.com. I think it's pretty cool. I don't. I think when they sent dog DNA in and still got like, oh, this is where you're from. Did they really? Yeah. Well, the dog's family could have been from there. Really? (laughs) I don't know. I know nothing about DNA. I just think there's something wrong when you have a German shepherd and you find out, oh, it's actually from England. (laughs) But anyway, I mean, Ephesians 2 is very clear. We had nothing to do with salvation. It was all God. Yes. We are dead in our trespasses and sin. Do dead men talk? And as someone who has been around a lot of dead bodies... Okay, please clarify why you've been around dead bodies. As a cop, as someone who has been around a lot of dead bodies. Thank you. I will be the first one to tell you, they don't do stuff. They don't move? Well, some of them do. Do they speak? Like, if there's, like, nastiness in them. Stuff going on. Like, uh, not lava. (laughs) I was going to say larva, but then I meant maggots and, like, stuff like that. Eh, Yeah. Same, same field. But... They don't do things. They don't make choices. They don't go, hey, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. Right. Triply has So been. just like we were dead in our trespasses and sin, guess what we didn't do? We didn't make a choice to go, oh, I'm going to believe in God today. Well, I was going to say, Triply has that song, Lazarus, that talks about that, which is really cool. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Hashtag Triply. Hashtag Triply. Hashtag 116 click. He's coming to rock the universe. No, Jesus is going to rock the universe. What are you talking about? Listen, super Christian, keep going. (laughs) Ephesians 2 paints a very clear picture that Jesus saves. And we have nothing to do with that. Right. 
But Jesus also says the same thing in John 6.44, John 14.6, John 15, and then it's also said in Romans 5.8, Romans 3.23, Romans Mm 6.23, and the list goes on and on and on. There are many places that show us salvation is a free gift. There is nothing we could do to earn it. So I can't go to church enough to earn it? Nope. And is is bad. At, like I mean, as a pastor, I'm not discouraging anyone from giving, but your tithing isn't going to save you either. Nope, nope. And if you never sow into Practically Christian Podcast, you're still in God's family. Can I tell you something? And I know you haven't listened to it yet, but one of our favorite preacher men said something similar this weekend. That you're not going to hand God a honey and he's just going to grant your blessing. No. Like last time I checked, God is not in the business of making money. And he's not in my debt and he's not in your debt. And I think people, well, you know, I gave. So I expect God to do. I I expect God to do whatever he's going to do. But what we should be striving with everything we are is to be different people. Not to earn salvation, but because of salvation. Like salvation in the Greek is soteria. And and that literally means to be delivered from. What are you delivered from? You're delivered from a life of sin. Yourself. Right. You now have the ability to go, no. Not doing it. Not today, Satan. However, so the balance between, oh, I can do whatever I want. You know, as Paul would say in Corinthians, all things are permissible. But not all things are beneficial. Right. And Jesus and me is the reason I am saved. But I think there needs to be some clarity on the permissible and... Well, hang on. Because where I want to go with this, though, is there's a balance between those two things. Right. And that balance is a word we like to call legalism. Yes. And legalism, this word, is, is describing the thought of having to follow the rules to gain favor with Jesus. Right. However, where is that line between that obedient life to Jesus because of who he is and what he has done? Right. And I'm trying to gain favor through my good behavior. No, I don't even know what you were doing that for. I'm trying to gain favor through my good behavior. Mic drop. Uh, That's tweetable. It's not tweetable. Actually, it is pretty tweetable. (laughs) (laughs) One one passage that that I came up with was Mark 7, 1 through 13. And and you can go and read it. The the synopsis of it is, is that the Pharisees go to Jesus and they go, Dude, why aren't your disciples washing their hands before they eat? Mm, This was not, mind you, this was not like a cleanliness issue. It was a, why aren't they doing the ceremonial washing before they eat? Right. And Jesus says? And Jesus answered them by saying, you would rather throw out the commandments of God and follow commands of men. Mm. He's going to go on to say, you will die in your uh, traditions. This is an easy trap to fall into, though. Right. Um, And it can be a gruesome... Like, seriously, if you're doing this and you're like, oh, man, like this is Jesus is just sucking all the life out of me. I'm not allowed to commit adultery. I'm not allowed to steal. I'm not allowed to lie. I'm not allowed to have idols. Like this, this isn't something you should enter in and look at it and go, oh, here's a list of do's and don'ts. And I have to do more of the do's than I do the don'ts. Jesus made me get off the fun train. 
Right. I mean, on one hand, the disciples of Jesus would have been told how to live lives pleasing to God. And I believe Jesus was serious about that. Like, you know, he didn't say don't sin for reasons. Like, right. And I believe Jesus says in Matthew 5 that if your right hand causes you to sin, you should cut it off. And I know you genuinely believe that Jesus means I do think literally. he meant that literally. Like, that's how right. much you should hate your sin. Right. Now, for those of you listening, I have both my hands. So, obviously, I did not follow it to that extent. Right. Um, but this isn't just a hyperbole that... No, that didn't come out, right? Hyperbole. hyperbole that, you know, Jesus is trying to give. Like, I think he, he was dead serious about this. Like, he's sitting here going, it is better to enter into heaven with missing a hand. Didn't he say that? Yeah. That's how yeah, the rest of it goes. It. And we should be willing to do that. Now. Are we going to? No one out there cut off your hand because you heard no. it on Practically Christian Please Podcast. Don't. We're not recommending you cut off anything. However, on the other hand, pun intended. <laughs> we should also know if we are following Jesus or man. Right. You know, for instance, the one thing that's always asked is it a sin to drink alcohol? Mm. Do I think it's a sin? You can answer. I'm going to give you my answer in a second. I don't. But. I think anything you do that causes you to, um, how do I say this? With words. Th- thank you. <laughs> I think if you have a glass of wine and you're not inebriated, more power to you. I don't think you need to go have a bottle of wine and stumble to your car. I think you should still be in in control of your devices. Absolutely. Is that did I? Yeah. Say that? Okay. And that's what I was going to say. Like the answer isn't a simple yes or no. It's depending on the person. And if their you situation. are an al- if you are an alcoholic no. and can't control the amount you drink, yeah, it's a sin. Right. If you can't drink without getting drunk, it's yeah, a it's sin. a sin. But if you are responsible with your body, then no, it's not a sin. Right. Paul even tells. Timothy in First Timothy five to drink wine for his stomach. Right. All right. Paul's not going to go. Hey, go sin so your tummy doesn't hurt. Right. However, drinking might not necessarily be a sin in of itself, but it could lead to it sin. It could cause you to be in a sinful situation. And so the question shouldn't be about specific actions. There's a reason why we don't find like, okay, this is the list of sins. This is what you're allowed to do. Right. The reason is, is it's about our hearts. Mm -hmm. Like before you do anything, just ask yourself a simple question. Why am I doing this? Is that what it is? Is that the question? The first is, is will this bring glory to God? I was close. If the answer to that is no, don't do it. Right. Don't do it. Well, even in class, I, I, when I talk to the kids about glorifying God, that was the first day we do all things glorify God. You can do your math work to glorify God because you're doing your best. Absolutely. So the first question you ask is, will this bring glory to God? And if the answer is no, don't do it. Right. The second question, let's say, yes, this would. The second question is, will this weaken my testimony? Wow. Yeah. So if this will cause a person to take away from what I preach that I don't do, if this is something that definitely contradicts the Bible, 
don't do it. And I, I take a step a little, a little step further. If I'm going to do something that I know is going to put someone else in a situation that they're going to sin because they're weak in an area. I think I'm just as wrong. Absolutely. And that's what I mean. Like, is drinking a sin? No, not inherently. It's not a sin. That being said. If you're a recovering alcoholic, you don't go to a bar. Or let's say someone from church walks in. We're at Chili's where it's, you know, two for one. Or buy one, get one free. <laughs> or what is it? Buy one. 50%, 50% off. Sorry, inside joke. But needless to say, 50% off is buy one, get one free. Tomato, tomato. Frank. Um, <laughs> sorry. But anyway, if I'm at Chili's and someone from church walks in and they see our table and all they see are these empty beer cups, what does that mean for my, right. my witness? Especially your testimony. Right. When people go, weren't you an al- a weekend alcoholic? Like... But I'm just going to fall off the wagon. Um, And and I'm not making jokes about people who relapse. I mean, it happens. Right. However, does that build up the church? Does that build up my testimony? Does that bring people to Jesus? No. And as far as the line for legalism goes, it's simple. Jesus says in Matthew 22, which when he's asked by a lawyer, mind you, which commandment's the greatest? Mm-hmm. And he said, you should love God with all your heart, mind, body, and soul. Love God with everything you have. Right. And the second is like this. You should love others as you love yourself. And in doing this, you will keep all the commandments of the prophets. Right. And the law. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of different things. If, if we wanted to get into it, we could debate, is this a sin or is this not a sin? Right. And I'm always here if this is a debate you want to open up. No, you don't like debating. No, not me. But understand, the Pharisees took 10 commandments and turned it into 613. Mm. We couldn't keep 10. How on earth are you going to keep 613? Right. However, it, it isn't that complicated. If I love God with everything I am, I will want to live a life that pleases God. Right. I will want to follow what the Bible t- tells me. Mm-hmm. Like, if I love God with everything I am, then I'm going to, like David says in the Psalms, I will delight in his law. Right. And if I love others the way I love me, mm. well, then I'm not going to sin against others either. Because you really love yourself. Ouch. I'm just kidding. We should love yourself. But my heart should always be doing what is good and right and holy, going back to Romans 12. Right. Anytime I think what I am doing is making God love me more, then I am chasing legalism and right. not God. Right. Very good. I like and that. And anytime I'm doing something just because my sin is forgiven, then I might as well be crucifying Jesus all over again. Right. That's all tweetable, by the way. Hashtag love is a verb. Christian. Oh, yes. And practically Christian podcast. <laughs> And love is a verb, and we are sent. (laughs) Other than that, you can hashtag it, whatever else. So this week, I challenge you, chase God. Live for God. As 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, whether you eat or drink, do all for the glory of God. Yes. If you are following Jesus, you have the power of the Holy Spirit to know right from wrong. Start listening to it. So until next week, keep striving and moving forward. 
If you want to ask questions or make statements, head on over to Ascent Church Volusia and let us know. Love you. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Practically Christian Podcast. Please rate, comment, and share because we cannot do this without all of your love and support. For more information, go to scent.church. Until next week, keep running the race set before you, and we love you.